picture. You can buy a picture from Getty Images. You can buy this picture of Carmel on a George W. Bush in large format for five hundred dollars. That was probably around the same time that Carl Malone was sexually harassing Vanessa Bryant. <sighs> anyway, when he, went, when he was hunting, <sighs> good lord, God. He's, he's such a fucking piece of shit. Which, like, thank you to Corbin for not only highlighting the you know deadbeat dad stuff that's becoming a little more well known, but also like the Vanessa Bryant situations, and then like. You know, there are all sorts of stories of him just, you know, fucking his way through Salt Lake City through the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. And it, it really goes, I mean, it goes obviously beyond the deadbeat dad thing with him impregnating a 13-year-old when he was 20. I mean, she had the baby when she was 13. Oof. So. so that's not, that's not favorable math And, there. like, her family didn't press charges because Carl was a neighborhood kid, they called him. Yeah. Just, I mean, just okay. A, just so this a good is, old, good old boy. <laughs> yeah. So the, I, I mean, or I'm assuming we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> okay. So I was going to say, uh, so welcome to the, uh, Carl Malone slander episode. That's right. We we're absolutely which not doing actually that, which isn't slander do. because all of this has been yeah, well documented. Accurately pointing out. Yeah. Um, you can listen to, uh, unsalvageables for that, but also, uh, we were talking about an article that came out in the daily beast called NBA legend, Carl Malone's disturbing rape and harassment past. Um, by Corbin A. Smith. And the reason this came out is because uh, in the lead up to the game yesterday, the uh, game one of the, of, uh, of the second round against the Clippers, we got this video from uh, his, one of his sons, KJ, the one that he like most acknowledges, I guess, um, filming Carl smoking a cigar next to his own statue. Uh, kind of a weird video. And then throughout the game, they kept cutting to Carl Malone. He was um, uh, rocking that Mitt Romney fit of the collared shirt underneath a jersey. Was he wearing a Clarkson jersey? <laughs> yeah, he was wearing a Clarkson jersey, but he was wearing like a polo underneath it. Too, <laughs> he so looked it just weird. His fit last night was busted. It was. I, I, mean, I mean, just in in Malone's defense, because he played phenomenal defense. All that man had to do was look at the thirteen on Paul George's jersey, and you saw the way that Paul George shot for the entire game. There we go. There we go. There you have it. And for more takes like that, listen to Greg's <laughs> other podcast because he'll just be firing those off forever. Um, Honestly, the biggest fucking loser with a statue since Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> boy, you'd have to think it's a matter of time. I mean, the, the one of the worst things, really, I mean, the fact that he, like, hasn't really even acknowledged anything or, like, even tried to make things better is just yeah the greatest quote from that article too that we're talking about was like when the whole sexual harassment thing with like vanessa bryant too and then like kobe calling carl after that too and you'd be like hey don't talk to my wife it's like hey come on man you know me yeah i do don't talk to <laughs> yeah, my that's, wife that's why i'm that's calling why you I dipshit said that. yeah brutal stuff but um that team anyway, deserved to lose. It's it's Brigham Young money, though. We we made it back again. <laughs> Good intro. Episode forty nine. Forty nine. We we've, we've been at this for a year now. Yeah, that is weird to think. We're about. also on Patreon, so we're technically paid podcasters now because That's, like a dozen of you decided to pay us to talk to you. What is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, thank you for pitching money toward Jordan's editing software. I think is <laughs> is the plan for now. Um, that's which is great. I love. Love to see that for our boy, but um, we're uh, we're back. How are how are you guys? Oh, Jordan, how are you doing? I went to Pride this last weekend because they, they had that like storytelling garden thing, and it was really awesome. Nice. And I got to a little section of it too about about drag shows, and they were playing nonstop uh, RuPaul's Supermodel, and that is permanently stuck in my brain, and I feel like I'm going insane. It, yeah. Absolutely. I've had that stuck in my head before as well. And that, yeah, that of is course they were playing that. an ultimate like, like brain worm. And it doesn't leave for like a long time. No. Yep. Thank you for the outro music. Yeah. Damn it. There yeah, we go. it's happening <laughs> now. Sorry, man. That's good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad pride was good. Greg, how are you doing? Guys, I'm old as shit. You're old. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we celebrated your birthday last year on your front lawn with those Al Pastor tacos. Um and I can't believe it's been a year since It's been that. a year. And you felt, you were feeling old that, that day. I was smack dab in my 
mid thirties <laughs> and now I, I'm a year older than that. Yeah. 30 fucking six. The, and everything the, hurts all like, the time. Yeah. The elder statesman of Brigham Young money. That's right. Which is funny. Cause I'm also like the biggest dumbass of this podcast. So <laughs> you are the fittest though. I think you are in the best shape because I think you bike like 30 miles a day uphill. So that's both ways, good. both ways. Listen, kids, that's right. You you bike uphill and then just get airlifted off the top because you don't want to. I, I don't. I don't even do downhill anymore. That's right. That's right. Downhill's for cowards. It is. Um, let's see what's been going it's on. Rise and grind, baby. We are on an upward trajectory in every facet of life. What was that tweet that Spencer Cox liked earlier? The rise and grind vibe one. <laughs> oh, that one is funny. I was thinking about oh, that one. Like, it's so perfect. I know. It's like. I mean, him. Of course, he's a rise and grind type guy, but it was it was too many people calling quote. Maybe it won't work out. The people I want to work with quote. But maybe seeing if it does will be the best adventure ever. So that's that's something you should get. What does that mean, (laughs) dude? It's like the best adventure ever. I love. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's great to have that. Like, yeah, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Maybe it'll work out great. It's not so much when you're in charge of a state. Dude, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah Seeing Spencer just... Cox like that is not reassuring at all. Maybe, like, as the state's burning down, I do nothing about it. It's just a good adventure along the way. <laughs> What's a great adventure is just waking up and I just, I get to go to the, the office every day and hang out with my just incredibly shitty coworkers. Oh, but, you know, it, it, there's... There's a small chance it might work, guys. Rise right. and fucking grind. Maybe it won't work out pouring, you know, my entire life savings into game stock stock on while it's going down. But who knows? If it doesn't, then it was the great adventure along the way. And now I'm homeless. And Listen, I'm man, if, if it works for the LDS church, it works for me. That's right. Man. Diamond hands, baby. Let's that, do it. That's right. <laughs> All those stonks. What what have I been what what's been going on with me? I don't even I, I went to a, I went to a soccer game today. Went to the men's national team game, which was it was nice. Um the one one time every once in a while I'll put on some patriotic gear, which is just a single soccer scarf. But uh what else? What else has been going on? We love American nationalism, don't we? We really do. It oh my god. Okay, so this is what <laughs> happened at the game. So I I had been I had been pre gaming a little bit, but I had also like at, they have those like Bud Light seltzers. They're like twenty four ounces or whatever. Oh I, yeah, I had I had one of those in my hand, and I was walking like we we got there pretty early, and like the sun was kind of beating down on a spot like where we were supposed to be sitting. So I went on a little walk instead um, with a couple of my friends, and we came around this corner. And my friend, I was talking to him about something and I was kind of walking like sideways slash backwards a little bit, but I'm, you know, extremely coordinated. So it was no big deal. (laughs) And, uh, they were like one of them mid conversation. He was just like, watch out, watch out, watch out. Like kind of like quietly, like too quiet to like really get to my brain. And I didn't watch out. And I like sort of stepped on slash kicked over a guy's beer who was, this dude was sitting like cross-legged on the ground with a beer in front of him, just like, but where people were walking, honestly, in my defense, it was a really stupid place to be. And I like kicked over this guy's beer on accident and it like spilled, but it like also stood back up and there's still a little beer in it. And I like really didn't know what to do. So I explicitly looked at this guy and said, I don't know what to do. And then he said, wow. And then we just kept walking because I had no <laughs> idea what to do. And I was like, i don't, like I feel so bad, but this is just so confusing. I don't know. It was a really strange situation. Anyway, so we went on a continued our walk, ran into Andy Larson, uh, fake news media member, enemy of the pod, obviously. Yes. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and we had a nice embrace. And then on our way back, I decided that I was going to like try to buy that guy a beer again if we ran, if I saw him and he was gone. So mystery man beer guy who I kicked over, if you're listening, I doubt you are, but uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that feels like a car accident in a parking lot. No one's to blame for that I was just one. Like, I was, he was like, sit, it was, it was way, it was, ah, it was bad. I, Ooh. one friend was re- like really on my side. He's like, dude, he should not have been sitting there with his beer on the ground like that. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. The other friend was just having a, you know, making me even more anxious. Cause he was just so uncomfortable. Cause I said, I don't know what to do out loud. Yeah. And the guy as, said, wow. So as the leftists, we are, um, we have come to the agreement that, 
while launching this Patreon, the goal is we are going to buy beers for all the people we have wronged. That's I, That's, I will. That is, it is a slush fund for beers. So hold, people hold like us. <laughs> that's a long list on Twitter. I can't. Yeah, I can't right. do Jordan, that. Yeah, every person that's blocked Jordan, he owes a beer to. How many people are we talking? I'm not buying Amy Therese a beer, man. <laughs> can you see how many people you're you can blocked just buy, by? Buy her a Red Bull with a crazy straw. No, I just keep a like a running tab on how many like quote retweets other people have that I can't see. It's like, <laughs> ah, it's another one. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, there is. Let's see. There's some website that you can check that tells you how many accounts have blocked you. So I think you should check that. It's called BLO Look. Blow look. I don't like the, I don't know. It looks, it looks like a real website. So. Blow look. It's called blow look. It's, it's going to be fun to see like, there's no, people. there's no way that's safe for work. You can log in with no. blowlook.com. You can log in with Twitter. It, it's got some like uh, Asian lettering of some kind. I don't know what language that is. Um, what, how much rights do you want to give people? Should to I your- authorize this app? Yeah, go for it, Check man. If it can. Uh, Let's let Interpol have access to your full Twitter account. Let's see what. Yeah, it says it can access my email through Twitter. I think that's that probably not the best. I'm just kidding, it does. But anyway, we need a. We need a. Oh, we all all those people beers. But in any case, <sighs> um, Mike Huckabee, look out! One's coming to you, buddy. Has he blocked you? Oh yeah. I, all you gotta do is mention his son's killing dogs, and all of a sudden, just like auto block. Oh man, you know. I'm going to send a 12 pack to Ben Roethlisberger (laughs) after I said that if his offensive line blocked as well as he does, he'd still have a functioning brain. Hey, I I got blocked by him too, but it's because I called him a rapist. Oh yeah. I don't do it. There's, there's that too. I, uh, I really miss being able to call Kurt Schlichter, Kurt Sphincter. Yeah. That was a good one too. That was a good one. Um, I'm not, I, I don't honestly don't have very many high profile blocks other than like I I don't go after people really I think I got Alec Baldwin just because I told him that James <laughs> Domean was a better Trump than him really yeah that's, oh, that's that weak. sounds like a very Baldwin thing to that's do very weak like the only one that I have that's I mean Dave Rubin blocked me but he blocks everyone who, yeah I've been trying to get that one that's oh, the one I can't get one? oh that's funny I like weird I have that I can't remember why I got that one. I think it w- I went in too soft. I got a mute instead, and now I'm oh, stuck. Oh, that's right. You got to go in hard, because if you get muted, then you'll never get blocked. I know. It's just really too bad. But, um, Guys, okay. We have to talk about what we have to talk about today. Um, we're coming to you. To yeah, so we're coming to you uh, live, obviously, post-prayer slash rain dance weekend um, in which we didn't fix all of our drought problems, unfortunately, through a weekend of prayer. But listen, I had like probably a sprinkling on my car as I walked out of Costa Vida, not realizing that a rainstorm had come through. <laughs> Obviously, everything is fixed. Right. It honestly was felt more like sprinklers, probably. Yep. I didn't see any rain myself. But. There was there was quite a bit of rain here for about 20 minutes. And, you know, I was just shirtless looking up like I was Andy Dufresne. <laughs> thanking uh, our lord jesus christ for softening his heart and listening to our prayers and our golden boy spencer j suck my cocks there we go he, d- he didn't fix it so okay he, so he he did though i mean have you seen my lawn uh, it's looking yeah emerald green yeah, yeah i mean it looks like the chicago river on saint patrick's day just gorgeous. Just yeah. less vomit in it. <laughs> so, okay. Maybe. Um, I do have a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, the three-year-old. That's, that's who did it. So I'm sure people have been seeing over the last like few months, uh, you know, post-winter, when we're evaluating the snowpack and everything, that there are large chunks of the American West, but very specifically in the um, Southwest to Intermountain West that are in what can be deemed as the, uh, well, a mega drought that's been spanning um, a couple decades now. But also there are places in this state, notably the Colorado River, that's at its like lowest level ever. Yeah, they literally can't launch boats at Bullfrog Marina right now on Lake, Lake Powell, Powell, which yeah. is yeah. like the deepest lake on the Colorado River. So yeah, if you can't do that at the 
deepest point of the Colorado River, you're probably in pretty dire straits. And this has been going on since 2000. Like, this is nothing new. Like, the West has been in perpetual drought for two decades, but... I'm glad it's a problem now. Yeah. There's nothing we could have done about this guy. There's nothing. None. It, okay, so I have a friend who um, works for, he does like some water shit in Utah. I don't know what he does. Sorry, Zach. Um, but he sa- he sends me some stuff every once in a while. Um, but he sent me th- something about a month ago, and it was, uh, it says, in April 2021, soil moisture was drier than average across 98% of the West and 41% of the West experienced its driest or second driest April on record. <sighs> regionally, of, regionally average soil moisture is very likely lowest on record in at least 127 years as we head into the 2021 warm season. So that was, this was posted back in May, um, in Sick. which we did not... Um, you know, uh, 120 fix. years, which means it's drier than it was during the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Not so not great. Um, so that's happening currently. Um, the, there's that graphic that's been going around quite a bit. That's like at the state of Utah colored in with the coincidentally the exact same colors as the Utah Jazz City Edition jerseys uh, that are either indicating parts of the state being an exceptional or extreme drought. I think extreme is actually less than exceptional. Um, so 62% of the state is in exceptional drought. Uh, 90% of the state is in extreme drought. And 10 reservoirs in the state are doubling their daily limit f- for fishing to avoid widespread fish dieouts due to heat and dropping water. That sounds bad. That does sound bad. And also, okay, so this all, and this is all this is, you know, happening in the backgrounds. Um, and leading into this last weekend, we received a very lovely little PSA video from our uh, big boy governor in which he, in his like that voice he does, where his, his big boy, I'm in charge voice. Yeah, he sounds like he's <laughs> teaching primary. Like, I really, I really, that's like the voice I've only it's, heard in church, I think. It's, substitute kindergarten teacher voice really tough to listen to it's very it's like condescending but like i I don't really know well my message is that we've got to we've got to stop thinking as americans and and having to choose between false choices you can be pro-cop and anti-murder um we can do these things together and that's what happened in utah uh, if a person talked to you like this in real life like directly to your face you would try to fight them. The worst, the only thing worse than me talking that way is like having a dude that's like in his early twenties call me boss unironically, which has happened recently, and it really got, got me, got me a little pissed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't call me, don't don't call people boss. I don't like that. Um, you got it, chief. Yeah, there we go. So he released a video saying. Uh, <laughs> Saying, hello, everyone, Uh, all people of faith in this great state, whether you are Mormon or uh, Buddhist or if you're a Muslim or you're Jewish, please join me in a weekend of prayer for rain (laughs) because we are facing extreme drought. Yeah, that, that felt like such a like, I don't care if you're black, white, blue, purple. It was one of those like, we know who you're aiming towards there, Spencer. Like, you don't have to like. Like try and go through this like no no i wasn't just talking to mormons i meant everybody Uh, yeah yeah um so one of the funniest things about that though is like you know so he he mentioned explicitly in his video that like our reservoirs are empty or whatever very low um he knows where like the majority of our water comes from right and it's not from rain in fucking may he's got to know that right Uh, like our reservoirs are not going to be filled up because of a gigantic rainstorm in May. It's it's uh, it's snowpack, my guy. That's where. Yeah, the- we're a little bit uh, <laughs> unless a blizzard like hits and it's like a Donner Party level blizzard. It's not going to make a whole lot dent there. So I don't know what praying for rain is going to do right now. I yeah. Other than rain on a literal pride parade, but. we're going to need the uh, yeah the fucking hateful eight snowstorm. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, we really do. We probably need like four of those. I know. So I, 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 I like on Twitter, I'd been talking about this and a friend pointed out to me like, um, 
like that I, I said, turns out you can't fix it with a weekend of prayer, or whatever. And he's like, for as long as I can remember going to it to church, like he was Mormon for a long time. He said, everyone always prayed for moisture. And I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. That like I remember hearing that prayers up. growing. Up. Well, that was because no one was faithful. Right, right. Everyone was a sinner. So, you know, that's why we just never got that delivered for the past two decades. Yeah. Ever since the jazz got to the Western conference finals and everyone was too prideful about that. We've never been able to get enough moisture. Yeah. Yeah. Now they keep, they keep pasties on in all of the strip clubs here in Utah. <laughs> and now nobody knows how to make it rain. That's right. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, so, I, like, <laughs> that's right. We need to remove pasties from strip bars. That'll fix I mean, it. I mean, that's about as about as effective as what he recommended. I, I would like to formally announce my candidacy for governor. Okay, wait. Is that really? Is that really? How, is that a thing in Utah? Like, they have yeah. to wear pasties. They're they're completely like. There's no like nude strip clubs in Utah. You have to at least be semi-covered, which just means like pasties and yeah. I did not even know that. It's been a long ass time since I've been to a strip club. Uh, I've never been to one. (laughs) Me neither, honestly. But I've taken enough like local government law classes that it's like, oh yeah, I guess that's a thing. It's probably fine. So, okay. We know this is going to have like a big effect on agriculture, of course. Um, You know, there isn't enough water for crops or grass, which uh, cows actually, uh, it turns out they have to eat. And um, all this is creating a lot of food insecurity for the entire state. Uh, yeah, the problem with that is if you can't water enough to actually feed crops, to actually feed like cattle or anything like that, then at a certain point, farmers have to sell off all their cattle. Well, yeah. the problem is if all of them are selling their cattle at the same time, too, that causes the price to just collapse altogether. So you're pretty much putting a, an entire industry in jeopardy. Sweet. Is what I have to say. Yeah, it, the whole thing is great. But you know what? Capitalism is going to be able to take care of this crisis just well. The market solution's out there, folks. We just got to find it. We're really close. So this is what Spencer Cox had to say explicitly in his video. He said, by praying collaboratively and, and collectively, asking God or whatever higher power you believe in for more rain, we may be able to escape the deadliest aspects of the continuing drought. I've already asked all Utahns to conserve water by avoiding long showers fixing leaky faucets and planting water-wise landscapes. But I fear those efforts alone won't be enough to protect us, which of course they won't be. We need more rain and we need it now. We need some divine, divine intervention. That's why I'm asking Utahns of all faiths to join me in a weekend of prayer, June 4th through June 6th. You know, Republicans weren't able to get their wish and ban gay marriage. So they've just completely... They've just switched the target now, at least Spencer Cox has. We're not praying the gay away anymore. We're simply just praying the dry away. <laughs> it really is. Like, that's, that's, that's all, all it is. And, like, we've we've already seen this over the last uh, year, year and a half with how Spencer Cox handled the COVID crisis. He's doing the exact same thing and putting all of the onus on fucking individuals yeah, and like local the, governments. Yes. Yeah. Plant, you know, if you plant a cactus in your yard, you'll be doing us a lot of good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, don't water your lawn on Thursdays. But we're not actually going to, like, actually enforce any of this, just like the mask mandate. And it's going to come down. I'm already seeing fucking tweets about sprinkler shaming. <laughs> like this is this is a thing now that has entered the zeitgeist, the fucking the that freak. like Utah lexicon. Oh just my gosh! The most pe- the people who think they're the most oppressed in the world just because they're like being told like, "Hey man, we're trying to work for a common good here. Can you just not do this one thing for like a couple months?" Yeah, like we've seen this already. Like sprinklers are going to become the new masks. They and are. it's going to turn into culture war. this whole thing is going to turn into a fucking culture war again. And you're going to get every shithead conservative saying, like, you can't tell me what to do. And you're going to have fucking people running their sprinklers for two hours just to, like, just to tell everybody to fuck off. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're just going to have conservatives, like, turn on every faucet in their house for, like, an hour at a time. <laughs> Dude's like, you can't tell me what to do. Exactly. That's 
Oh my god. When we mark mark yeah. my fucking words. When we inevitably have like the rolling blackouts that we saw in like California, like it, it's I mean it's gonna start happening in southern Utah this year. It's like we're in it's a it's gonna happen here in the very near future. <laughs> yeah. And um Oh absolutely. There's gonna be a lot of uh there's going to be um, the power not being running to your house telling you that you can't do what you want to do at that point. And uh, I don't know if you're going to complain to you about like, that when that happens. It, it also just kind of goes from like what like Spencer Cox's like initial reaction to like the, the first like restrictions he put in place, which was essentially, hey, state office buildings, don't water between 10 and 6, which is, <laughs> Wow. Really making sacrifices <laughs> here. Christ. It's just like the depression. Brutal. Yeah. And so, and I, like, okay, so obviously this was met with a lot of people, you know, telling him to shut up and shut the fuck up and that he's not doing anything other than just telling people. Thank you, patriots. Pray, which is a great service to our country. And yes. Um, but like, <laughs> there's so much weird shit around. Uh, and I think we'll get into it on our Patreon episode this week around like actual, you know, stuff around the Cox administration specifically. But um, I remember like being young, uh, learning about like the, the Mormons always seem to have like a who's more of a freak show us or the Jehovah's Witnesses type battle going on. And there are Jehovah's Witnesses who like don't believe in using medicine and don't believe in like celebrating like Christmas or whatever, like shit like that. I just remember being always being like, a, oh, those guys are really weird. Like people think we're weird, but those are the real those are the actual freaks. Um, and, and like, I remember the thing around medicine in particular, because Jehovah's Witnesses say like, oh, like God, like if God wanted me to be healed, he would heal me. God can heal me. Like, I don't need medicine. And the Mormon response is like, you know, God helped, you know, people have the people had the inspiration or, and the innovation to be able to, you know, create these medicines and God put things on the earth in order for people to create these medicines. So it all stems from God, but like, these are creations of man from God. And that's why like, you know, these are miracles from God, but you know, they're created by man. It's interesting how like that just completely doesn't apply to like climate change at all at like 0%. Like there's just simply nothing that we can do. And that like, this is all just, all the decisions we've been making for decades now, um, destroying our climate, like, and then God's just going to come in and save us. Like, why does, why did the responsibility not start sooner? Like, why did the tools that God gave us before, according to them, when it comes to medicine, not account for, or not count for dealing with climate change? Like we've had technology, green technologies have existed forever for a long time. And well, we've just purposely not moved anywhere towards them because people are too like clamoring and crying on Fox news about how Biden's going to make it. So you can't eat burgers anymore but, 10 times a week. But Kyle, think about the lost jobs that'll happen if we no longer pollute our skies and waterways. <laughs> That's right. We have to save like, you know, 10,000 coal mining jobs in West Virginia and perpetuate the entire like mining industry who like, yeah, it's instead of just, paying them to find new jobs and paying them while they don't have a job until they find a new jobs. It's just, I mean, it, it goes all the way to the top levels of the Republican party here anyway. Cause I mean, Orrin Hatch and like when he was still in office had like a website on his like Senate page called like climate one Oh one, which talked about how like conservation methods and we're actually costing jobs mm -hmm. and how, like there's no real settled science on, on climate change or anything like that. Same thing goes for like the legislature too. Like in 2010, they passed another one of their fabled uh, resolutions pretty much as saying like, how dare we try and like destroy jobs with, with conservation methods and, and trying to like reduce like greenhouse gases. Yeah. Despite like, what was that huge report that came out? It was like a year or two ago that talked about how, Exxon and Chevron and these like multinational oil and gas companies knew about fucking climate change back in the seventies. Yeah. They yeah. know they've been causing it forever. Yeah. And, and, and like we did nothing about this for 50 years, despite the fact that we pretty much all kind of knew at least a little, had an inkling for it. And now like in my lifetime, I don't know if Utah is going to be hospitable. Yeah. Like the, the ski industry here, like, is that really going to be a thing in 15, 20 years? Like, I, is, no. 
is agriculture going to be a thing here? Is no like idea. actual like drinking water going to be a, like an actual possibility here? I have, dude, it's, it's insane. And we, I mean, we've always known that like, as the climate becomes as, as, as this path run continues, we'll see more and more extreme weather in one way or another. If it's Texas freezing or, you know, Utah and Salt Lake becoming Phoenix, like, or like the sea levels rising as much as they have. And like, we're going to start seeing like beach houses in California get sucked into the ocean. Luckily though, Ben, as Ben Shapiro would say, you know, people can just buy that real estate though. So people will just be willing to buy those houses. That's this. The, there's a market solution for climate change and it's called sell your beach house when the water gets too hot. I'm not putting in an H bomber guy clip. Okay. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to. Okay. 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 Fair enough. So let's say, let's say for the sake of argument that all of the water levels around the world rise by, by let's say five feet over the next 100 years, say 10 feet by the next 100 years, and it puts all the low-lying areas on the coast underwater, right? Which, let, let's say all of that happens. You think that people aren't going to just sell their homes and move? Just one small problem. Sell their houses to who, Ben? Fucking Aquaman! We're all gonna just end I'm up probably what? going to. We're gonna go full Kaczynski. That's right. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, as I mentioned, there are people telling Spencer Cox with his video, telling him to eat shit, because, I mean, to have the governor of your state, like, come, like, release a video just being like, we've tried nothing, we're all out of ideas, so can people just please pray? Um, is pretty insulting when we're all the ones that have to deal with the consequences of the decisions of people in power like Spencer Cox, but I mean, not clearly not just him. And I, I mean, I've gotten like, just like people were getting mad at me on Twitter saying like, Oh, like this is, um, this is not just like a one party thing. Like this is like a, this is a bipartisan blue. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It is like, this has been, this is the capitalist right. project, baby. Like, yeah, like this is the end result of like, of short term goals versus any sort of like long term project. It's yeah. whoops. We accidentally poisoned all the water in the air. Oh, well, at least yeah. we made money off of it. Yeah. And like, that's what we're seeing really is like just the dire straits that the previous generation has put us in, like going back to that article with Chevron and Exxon knowing, and it's like, yeah, sure. But we're going to make a bajillion fucking dollars off of this. And you know what? Like we won't be around for when climate change gets really bad. So or we'll be on our super yachts, yeah. dude. Like there's a whole super yacht industry or they'll move somewhere where it's more hospitable. They'll be in their fucking bunkers in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. it, it should probably tell people a lot that every billionaire on the planet's trying to leave this planet. <laughs> we literally, okay. You've got, you've got Elon Musk who is committed to like his whole life now, supposedly to like space shit. And then out of nowhere, Jeff Bezos is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to space like next year. Like I'm just <laughs> they're, they're sending me up there next year and uh, I'm just going to space now. And I like the other night I tweeted about this, but I had a dream. We had like uh, um, high speed rail in this country. And someone was like a friend of mine was like, oh, it's too bad our benevolent billionaire overlords won't like aren't committed to rail as much as they are to like space or something. I'm like, honestly, I would talk a little bit less shit, less shit on billionaires if they would just commit to like something like that and building like an entire fucking high speed rail system in this country. Whoa, whoa. But instead they're all too jerky, busy jerking off over going to space. So, Whoa, hold on one second. There's some projects out there. Are you forgetting about the hyperloop? Oh, hell yeah. Which That's is right. probably going to be a death trap for a lot of people. That's right. I Nothing has made me more claustrophobic than watching someone drive through the fucking Tesla tunnel in Vegas, dude. That is such a nightmare. It's, it's just, it's like a water beads POV of like going through some like insane. PVC pipe. Insane. It's like I how, like, it. motherfucker put a sprinkler system in Las Vegas. So embarrassing. Good news. You get to see how you were conceived by just driving a white <laughs> Tesla through a That's tight right. tube. Beautiful. Enjoy. Yeah, the miracle of life, a highway. <laughs> oh, man. So It's the shittiest Disney ride ever made. It's, so, it's tough, dude. It's really tough. So, okay. So, Spencer Cox, after, you know, we got a little bit of rain over the weekends, um, a normal little summer, 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 summer thunderstorm, summer thunderstorms. Um, we got a little bit of rain, but he decided he was going to take it to Twitter, uh, to respond to everyone who told him to fuck off the week before 
because that's how what he does. And he, as much as he claims, he'll tell you that he doesn't read Twitter replies. He'll always say like, "I I don't pay attention to Twitter. I don't do this." What then a load see, of bullshit! Yeah, then you'll have some like random first name bunch of numbers guy saying that Spencer Cox is actually awesome. Like. 30 tweets deep in like a conversation and he'll like that tweet. So um, Spencer Cox just like hired the uh, like Saudi like counterterrorism or people to like tweet on his behalf. Yeah, he's got yeah, he's got the Gulf states on his on his account. So, okay. This is this is what the uh, thread said. It said Utah's experiencing its worst drought since 1956. Most of the West is too. This weekend I've asked people of faith to pray for rain. Parentheses, more on that in a moment. Many have asked what we are doing. Stay tuned. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a treat. <laughs> since March, we have been focusing on conservation. Okay, that's, I mean, that's a little bit of a problem there. Since March, I mean, this, he just said this is the largest, worst drought since 1956. We're Did knowing that this is a mega drought spanning back decades. But since March, we've been doing this. Literally riding my bike on the trails above my house in January. And this motherfucker is talking about, <laughs> we started March. in March. This, Sorry, uh, guys. You know, it just seems to me this, uh. The state legislature acknowledged that climate change was real in 2018. Nice. We did it. We're doing it. It's, this is a problem we've been dealing with for going on two and a half years. This just started mere two and a half years ago. Like, we started no, no wonder. Like this entire state is just, you know, a flock of late bloomers. So I no know. wonder we have a fucking prepubescent governor. I didn't, okay, this might shock you, but I didn't learn about climate change since, until I was in law school <laughs> two years ago <laughs> at BYU. Since March, we've been focusing on conservation at the government level and encouraging institutions and citizens to begin conservation measures. Here are those restrictions. All state facilities will cease watering landscaping from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Furthermore, they were to cease watering in rainstorms and have ordered state facility managers to inspect sprinkler systems to make sure they were working properly. Okay. Whoa, slow down this, there, Stalin. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. This, like, this is equivalent. This, this is the future liberals want. That's right. This is equivalent to Castro, like, uh, grabbing the land from all the American corporations during I mean, the revolution. First, is, first they came for our sprinklers. This right. is Utah's great leap forward. Dude, this man is obsessed with, like, making sure sprinkler systems and faucets are like screwed on correctly like that's gonna be <laughs> he's, just, he's just supplanted trump's obsession with flushing toilets we're gonna get to this later but like the money they're allocating like a hundred million of it's gonna go to water metering yeah and uh, uh, keep in mind that um <laughs> fuck you gonna wa like meter water when there is none uh, it's it's worth noting that the united states geological survey um has has determined that to frack a single well it takes anywhere between 1.5 and 16 million gallons of water for a single well and uh this state is still fracking by the way so. whoa kyle the nice guy from from exxon came in and told us it was okay yes that's right. Um, and yeah, be sure to be sure to note those things about who a lot of this stuff is focused on um, and who it's not focused on, because I think it's pretty important uh, when we think about the crisis that we're dealing with. But well, anyway. here we go with Kyle and his job killing That's regulations right. again. That's right. Uh, in addition, Governor Cox urged irrigation companies, normally a big user of water, to delay the start of their watering season. He also pleaded with Utahns to take shorter showers and use water wise landscaping to help conserve water. Onus um, is on you, motherfuckers. That's right. No one this else. This is the summer of swass, it ladies really and gentlemen. Yes, it is. Baby well, wipes, invest. Yeah, or those. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we need the uh, the dude wipes. Patreon oh money, holler at us. Yeah, we, it's we a need, bird we, bath summer, baby. We need the the Lululemon briefs tier or whatever. Uh, I got the Nike dry fit ones on right now. Nice, and nice does. boys. They're breathable. I'm, I'm very proud of you I'm for a, that. I'm an Under Armour boxer jock man myself, and I get it. Perfect. Let's go. So um, water restrictions are controlled by local water districts. Those lo local districts know exactly how much water is available in the local area and when and how tight those restrictions need to be. Almost every district has implemented restrictions or will shortly. As the fastest growing state in the nation, conservation must be a bigger emphasis for Utah. A lot of conservation... <laughs> 
and not like prevention. He loves the poll that one so much as the fastest growing state in the nation. I mean, not that I had anything to do with it, of course. But and also, if you want like, to write more articles about how we're the business friendly state? Please do. Yeah, uh, yeah, and maybe that's not such a great thing when you look at our housing situation. But hey, yeah, just every business in the country, is like, wow, they don't care about their natural resources or their or their yep, labor. They're pool. fine to just blow all that shit up. You see that beautiful area they live in? They're fine to just destroy this shit. They don't even care. And on that topic too, did you guys read that story that I forgot it was, if it was in the trib or whatever that was talking about how like the salt, great salt Lake will cease to exist in the next like 30 or 40 years, (laughs) which is only going to turn salt Lake into an even bigger, more barren wasteland. And has everything to do with like, we're not getting the snowpack that we normally do. Or used and, to, yeah. yeah. And so, and with how much the state is growing, more and more people are moving in, and more and more people have yards, and they're using that snow back before it can even get yep. to the Great Salt Lake. Yep. So this, the Great Salt Lake is just turning into like a drying, sitting duck. Those whales are fucked. I know. <laughs> hey, at least the salt flats will be closer here in a few years. We Those are going to be gone too, man. I cannot imagine. We're all going to go on like treasure hunts in the next 10 years, and we're going to find the craziest fucking shit out there. I'm finding we're going to find, find the car from we're gonna find the Punk. We're going to find the whale bones. All right. So, <laughs> okay. So he said, uh, conservation must be a bigger emphasis for Utah. Unfortunately, it got lost in other dumb debates. But the legislature you just approved those <laughs> stupid motherfucker. But the legislature just set aside two hundred eighty million dollars for water projects, including one hundred million for conservation. That is huge, Jordan. Uh, about that money, tell us. Uh, you didn't appropriate anything. That was a part of the COVID relief bill that you and your party like disapproved at every level. That was the socialism that we got. Yeah, the, the socialism that no Republican voted for, including all of the congressional representatives from Wait, Utah. That brings me. That makes me think of something. Didn't Spencer Cox go on Fox News to talk about this very relief package? Just as it passed. Which is crazy enough. That's so weird. What did he call it, Jordan? He called it like some sort of like addiction to divisiveness or something, <laughs> which I don't really understand because he doesn't really feel so divisive about taking that $1.5 billion from the federal government, mm-hmm. especially because it's covering his ass right now. Yep. Yeah. So he, he went on to continue talking about some very nonspecific plans about like green technology talking about farmers as well. He talked about that cloud. What's the cloud thing that they talk about sometimes? Like cl- it's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Able like, to pull more water from the sky or some shit. Or like like they create of, fake clouds or something. I don't know. Half of this shit is just like carbon fuel that's just been like repackaged into clean. Yeah. Which is all a lie too. Like <laughs> carbon going. carbon capturing just feels like the like the biggest scam ever to just allow like coal plants to keep running. Yep. We're bringing back clean coal, ladies right. and gentlemen. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it, yeah, it's it, a lot of this stuff is like to just, you know, go around the fact that we're not addressing the core problem, but nope. anyway, not at all. So, uh, of course, during this thread, he talked about these things, but we get to what's really important to Spencer in this thread, which he cannot help himself anytime he gets any pushback on anything uh, at all. <laughs> he said, um, You can't be mean to me. Uh, so, yes. And so he continued and said, And so with all of that and no short term relief in sight, I asked Utahns to join in prayer. Our state has a long history of petitioning deity to temper the elements. While I rarely look at social media replies, not true. Shut the fuck up. Bullshit. I was surprised at some of the vitriol and contempt. Again, like get into a discussion, 40 replies in with someone. I don't recommend you do this, but in case you end up somewhere deep in Twitter replies and someone says something positive about Spencer Cox and he might be mentioned, he will like that tweet. So. He, he definitely reads He on. is a sad man. He is a sad man. Um, so he said, he, conti- he, uh, he continued and said, at a time when we ask for love and friendship to those of different sexual orientations, I would a- also ask the same kindness for those who believe in God. Hey, I was nice to the gays. Why can't you be nice to me? And to be clear, uh, those of different sexual orientations don't believe in God. 
either? Is that is that kind of the... <laughs> yeah, they're godless heathens. That's okay. why... Okay. This, okay. this motherfucker is, like, conflating getting dunked on on Twitter uh, with, like, the fucking Stonewall riots. I, yeah, he's really... This is tough. I, I would also ask for the same kindness for those who believe in God and his ability to help us. Even if you don't believe, unifying our hearts for a common cause can help us all. These people pretending to believe in a common cause is so fucking Spencer, funny. Spencer, Mr. Cox, sir, I would like to just talk to you, you know, mano y mano, man to man, um, and just... Let you understand just really quick, and I'm going to use my best Sunday school voice, the one that I learned from you, <laughs> sir. No one cared. Not a single person cared that you asked people to pray. There's no harm done. In fact, it's fine. And if it makes people feel good, that's great. The reason why we're upset and the reason we're telling you to suck our dicks from the collective back is that this Jesus. is the only thing that you're fucking doing. <laughs> We're not mad about prayer. We're mad that that's all you're fucking doing. Yeah, dude, it, it drives me so insane. Like, to completely... That was nice, by the way. I like the Sunday school voice. I can't imagine a Sunday school teacher saying those things, but I think that was very nice. We um, must have had different Sunday school teachers. Jeez. Okay. I mean, I do not. You well. guys, you guys blame me for my fallout from the church, but oh it's had it's had quite the effect on me. That's right. I'm Listen, sure you guys are all coming down on Spencer, and I don't understand why. Because <laughs> I'm not coming. We're on all Spencer working all. towards this common cause that we have acknowledged as a problem since March. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that really is the whole thing. It's like, it's if it's if it's any of these people. If Joe Biden said the same shit, I would feel the exact same way. It's not Spencer Cox like t talking about people should be praying, but it's like the fact that we have done nothing for so long, knowing this is a problem, and we still aren't really doing anything. And as as I mentioned, we'll talk about on the Patreon where. Like the Biden administration had a simple thing that was just like no new fracking. Uh, in this state, like moving forward on on specific land, um, like you know, we 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 know all this is a problem, and we're just you know per perpetuating it forever. And uh, so to be asked to pray to fix the problem is just insane. Yeah, like uh, at least like the the Biden message on this one would be less condescending and actually be funny to listen to. Right. Uh, well, yeah. and like. There was that uh, report that came out by the Trib last week that was talking about how S Spencer Cox was one of like, I think it was like 14 or 16 governors who came out on record against Joe Biden's climate change plan. Yeah. So which they, is like so mild and well, not. Yeah, which is just like total utter bullshit. So you cannot sit here and like acknowledge this is a problem in March and then tell people to pray about it and then get mad at people and then reject whatever minuscule fucking effort the Biden campaign or the Biden administration is trying to put forth. You yep. can't like, it's just the most try to play both sides, dude. And I don't know if you've ever seen always sunny, but it didn't work out for Mac and he's fucking smarter than you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. fucking hate him so much. He really is just like the most do as I say, not as I do ask governor of all time. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. And so like, I mean, use the LGBTQ community as just like a shield for like why people should be nice to him. He's like, I mean, I've been nice to you all. I'm a Republican and I'm, I'm a nice guy. I signed a decree to like talk about pride month. I may have asked for it to literally rain on you know, your actual parade this last weekend, but I like, I'm still nice and you should be nice to me too. I'm trying my, my best. I'm Didn't you see that Q and a in the Deseret news today, Kyle? Oh, I he is an already. ally. God I mean, sure, he didn't point to anything specific or actually like any plans to actually make LGBTQA lives better in this state. But, you know, he said to be nice to them. Yeah. Hey, okay. He's having lunch with Troy Williams. Dude, this is the thing. That, yeah. <laughs> Icon. Um, this is the thing that, that comes up. I mean, he's doing the same equating of like. 
you know, somebody who's gay is the same thing as me being Mormon. Like he sees those things as being like equal, equal in importance to someone's identity. And it's the same thing that comes up when we talk about like the um, equal rights amendments or something like that, or anytime we have, um, you know, any anti-discrimination bill that comes up in Utah, you get the same type of people being like, okay, uh, I'll sign this as long as one, the same protections are there for someone's religion. And two, their religion allows them to discriminate against people. Like that's the same thing that comes up every single time around these discussions. And they all have the exact same mindset that, uh, because I've, I'm accepting of you, then you have to be accepting of my religion. This thing that is certainly nothing that I chose to, to partake in or be a part of. Um, it is against my religion to be nice to Spencer Cox. Yep. And uh, so 18, just just uh, for those keeping track at home, 89% of the state legislature is Mormon, including 99% of Republicans. So, you know, pretty, these people, this we see this everywhere, but it's like, no matter how much power these people have and like it, being able to impose their will as, as at their at their will, um, whenever they want to about any sort of topic, if they aren't able to do so without getting people talking shit to them online, then they get, they can't handle it. Like they can, they can do everything. They can have all the control. They can write the laws. They can enforce the laws. They can do every single thing. But if people aren't nice to them about it online, then it's like the biggest fucking deal ever. Like who just like the fact that Spencer Cox cares this much about people being mean to him when he's the fucking governor. Um, just absolutely blows my mind. But anyway, let's let's take a quick look at some of the stuff that the legislature has done um, before before the, the the weekend of prayer, which of course um, fell short of expectations. I think. Um, so as we saw with COVID, this is kind of like the you know um, limited government within the framework of a market based small government uh, conservatism that we live in here. Like they really see. Um, I mean, just for for example, uh, Spencer Cox was asked today if like we're going to ban fireworks or what else is going to be imposed to help protect against, um, you know, the fire season that we're up against. And he, his biggest thing was we have to be very, 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 very care, careful about executive power. Like he, that's like, he doesn't ever shut the fuck up about that. Fuck you pay me to zero skate my lawn. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they should do that. Um, so, you know, it's like, we're at a point where, uh, there's no help coming. And also um, like whether or not people are actually looking into or doing these things that Spencer Cox is asking, it's never going to be enough to actually make uh, the change needed to reverse anything that we're seeing. And we, we couldn't even do it on a state level, but we're not even doing things as a state that we could do um, to make any sort of difference. I mean, if there, again, if there's anything we have learned over the last year, year and a half, it's exactly that. Like, Help isn't coming, and it's fuck you. You're on your own. Mm. Yeah. Spencer had this quote in that LGBTQA ally Q&A he did with the Deseret News today that pretty much said policy can only go so far. And the only thing I could think of when I read that line was like, no fucking shit, Spencer. Yeah. Because then again, you never try, so... Yeah. And like, that's just, again, it, it's like the, it's like the Ronald Reagan quote that just makes like enrages me where he's talking about like the last thing you want to hear is like, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. It's like, bitch, why do you have a job then? <laughs> yeah. Why are you, you doing? In I know. Why are you in government? <laughs> your entire thing. Like, is your just job is to try it. to like help make things better for people. And you were like going on a Q and a and Telling people the exact opposite of that. Do they all think they're like doing like a Ron Swanson bit or something? Like, yeah, I yes. don't understand. Like, is that really just, their whole thing? Like Bacon is epic. And also um, anything that tells them what I can't do is uh, anti-American somehow. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, you are going on record just telling everybody that you're an abject failure. Yeah. Like you self-owning uncircumcised penis. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I fucking hate you. Yeah. I hate you so much. Yeah. But as I mentioned, like, the, I mean, the legislature 
before this had done pretty much nothing. I know like it's like little things like uh, trying to divert water certain places. It's just, I mean, it's anything but addressing any sort of core problems. We're never going to see any sort of, like I mentioned, structural change around like fracking, for instance, and how much water that uses. Um, we're never going to see anything like, like, uh, Maybe the golf courses across no. the state; no. those will I not mean, be touched, even though a lot of them are like uh, funded by cities as well. But I think it's important to think about it this way too. I mean, if they can get that two hundred eighty million dollars from the federal government to actually like do these things, do you think they would have dug into the quote unquote rainy day fund? I've heard so much about. Yeah, what's what is what's really funny is that we have this rainy day fund that apparently a global pandemic didn't uh, warrant dipping into. <laughs> Um, and the climate disaster, I'm assuming, fits into that same uh, category Sorry. of things not... The surplus went up. Yeah. It's like in the time of like yep. a, of like a statewide emergency, it went up. Yep. <laughs> I think, honestly, Spencer Cox is probably taking that literally and thinking like we have to have sandbags on Main Street like we did in the 80s in order to tap into that. Like you literally needed to be... Like a flood, multiple actual rainy days. Yeah. Like it might as well just be fucking Noah Ark's or Noah's Ark's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and okay. So, and all this ties into the fact that also we're heading into, like we're already having fires across the state and they're the people that are fighting these fires are saying that this, the fires are behaving like it's late August, which is the peak fire season. Sounds bad. And um, oh, I mean, springs, I mean, falls close. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think that means we're on track for December around uh, March. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think we're we're right on track for a bit of an early. We're, winter. we're just going to become St. George and St. George is going to become hell. I, yeah. I mean, what do people in Phoenix do? I'm just uh, they stay inside. That city is just an affront to God, to be honest. Honestly, like it's, it is the worst city in America. And think, what are they going to do once their water sources dry up? Like, Vegas and Phoenix are not going to be able to be sustainable. Yeah. Like, you're going to start seeing, like, climate refugees. Yeah, we, we absolutely are. Like, no are. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and we have from climate-related events, for sure. Um, and, but, like, <laughs> when we think about these things, it's like, what is the... I mean, when we have the government in place here that we, that we have, um, like, who's going to be... Like who's going to come to help like with the alg the agriculture sector when it when it gets as bad as it's going to be because as we mentioned that that COVID money came in and I, I think Spencer Cox himself he's an alfalfa farmer which uh, is one of the most water using crops oddly um, probably got a chunk of that bailout money himself um, but like who's gonna make sure water is at like responsibly and adequately metered out and who's going to ensure that long-term solutions and infrastructure is built and maintained despite not having like an immediate return on investment. Like we don't have the infrastructure to do any of this because we're not prepared for any of this. They're just going to keep, um, I think like County water services might put a notice on somebody's door. I don't really know what's going to happen beyond that, but it's just, it's insane. So sprinkler um, shaming is going to be out of control. I'm really worried about sprinkler shaming, to be honest. It's uh, it's the, the fact that I have that in my brain will just completely be the end of me, I think. It's from that guy who, it's from that same dude who watched that USA-Mexico soccer game and was like, does this mean we get to call all Mexicans racist because fans were throwing stuff on the field? I was like, what? <laughs> we got a Excuse we got a me? real brain genius on our hand here, folks. It was so weird. It was that guy's a that guy's a sports made me racist. I'm oh, sorry. He was the one that that Spencer Cox gave a hat tip to, and and maybe in that same thread, I can't remember which thread it was. Just birds of, I mean, shit, birds of a feather, man. Truly. Yep. So. Good stuff all around. We're doing we're doing great here, folks. <laughs> yeah. um, I like. Okay, uh, on a something that we can do personally is if you are like camping or doing outdoor shit, be very careful <laughs> about like not starting uh, fires because that's that's uh, something we can control and is really bad when it gets out of control. Um, it's going to be in yeah. the '90s. You don't need a fire. Yeah, it's we're we're in a <laughs> we're in a tough tough spot already. And I'd oh. like to see Greg's neighborhood not burned down. Follow Sarah Todd's advice. S'mores are gross. Ooh. But I, they're really good, they're though. They're good, though. They are good, though. 
She also said that chocolate's not good. And I feel like as someone who has attended exactly one meeting of the Utah Chocolate Society, I feel I feel like I can speak on this. And that's that. I think she's wrong. I think chocolate's really good. But hey. Anyway, so I think that's it for uh, for this free episode, I guess. That's weird saying that. but The know, free one. The free one. But yeah, if you guys would like, you can uh, sign up on Patreon to get the bonus episodes and some other future stuff, I presume. Um, what's our, is it patreon.com slash? Brigham Young Money. Nice. That's that's easy to remember. We're just firing on all cylinders here. That's right. We finish each other's sandwiches. Hey, Jordan, this fucking guy. That's from, that's from Frozen. Yeah, we finish each other's sandwiches. Greg's Greg's been really deep into the children's movie lore. He told me today. My brain melted. It's anyway, been, it's been melted. Any final parting words, Jordan? Um, give me money. Okay, you can give Jordan <laughs> some money. I'm um, gonna I'm gonna launch a uh, line of Immortan Joe masks. <laughs> Because it's only a matter of time after the Great Salt Lake uh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> dries up that uh, our great stage just turns into Fury Road. And I'm Man. getting ahead of things. These it's are the proactive idea. solutions. That's uh, It's going to be a great time. Uh, leather is going to come back in, baby. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes. didn't ever laugh for some of us. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'm going to start my cycle of HGH and... Um, anabolic roids so I can look like a Morton Joe's son. <laughs> so you get to a size in which people could legally hunt you. <laughs> well, you think I'm going to be the one who's hunting. I, I know. Yep. We got Lord of Barter Town over here. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, try not to burn down our state this year. Uh, um, don't blow up fracking operations. Don't Don't do that. This is... Don't, yeah, don't do this. All right. Jordan, Greg, friends, good night. Shiny and chrome. You better-